0: This is America's Health Care Challenge on News Talk 1290, NewsTalk 1290, K O I L dot com, and the News Talk 1290 mobile app. America's Health Care Challenge is produced and sponsored by Ed Bellis. Now, here's your host, Sean McGuire. And welcome, my friends, to America's Healthcare Challenge, the first and most listened to radio program on. Uh, the Affordable Care Act and the changes coming as a result of this monumental law, now over six years old. It celebrated a birthday a few weeks ago, which we talked about here on the program. And we take a moment every week to monitor some of the news and headlines and talk about the changes that affect you, your family, and your business. And one of the benefits that I have, my name is Sean McGuire, your host. Been doing this on the program for over three years, and uh, we speak at conferences, the organization that I work for, and we hear from real people all over the country talking about literally on a daily basis the changes, uh, how they affect them, and so we welcome your thoughts at any time, 402-342-1290, 402-342-1290. Yesterday somebody brought up that I host this program, and before I knew it, I was backed into a corner as this person was uh, telling me everything uh, that was on their mind as a result of all those changes, and all I did was uh, say the words Obamacare, and it apparently strikes a chord for a lot of people. You remember, this legislation is what started the Tea Party movement. As as we uh, go into the presidential uh, election cycle, which is something that I enjoy monitoring as well as a political science major and spending time working in Washington for the Senate Finance Committee, getting an understanding of how things work internally, and seeing how how much different it is out there from when I was there not too long ago, less than 10 years ago, how much it has changed, and a lot of it as a result of uh, big pieces of legislation like this that have really fired up a lot of people. Now, it has helped many, many people, myself included, and I think a lot of the listeners out there. But at the same time, the approach has uh, also caused some heartburn for some, and so that's why... We try and uh, talk about some of those things on this show, talk about opportunities that uh, we're seeing uh, on ways that we can fix some of these issues. And one of the stories that caught my attention this week was in Politico, uh, Obamacare, to launch a new payment scheme. And that came out uh, earlier this week, six years after the law passed. um, White House officials have announced a, a large initiative to transform primary care in America to give doctors more flexibility and reward them for producing better results for their patients. And now, this is an important piece of the whole uh, healthcare puzzle, if you will, and is that primary care, um, there's not enough people going into primary care uh, for a multitude of reasons. And when you look at other countries across the world, that do well. I'll give you an example. France, for example, has a very, very strong primary care um, system. The, the, those folks are very active in managing the disease of an individual over time and then working with their colleagues that might be specialized in other things. And policymakers, when they're putting the law together, Uh, recognized some of those things, and so they said we need to figure out ways to incentivize more people to go into primary care. And one of the things that they did was uh, giving certain um, loan forgiveness and uh, other incentives for people that uh, graduate from medical school that um, want to work in a rural or urban underserved area. Uh, It's called a HIPSA, is the acronym Health Provider Shortage Area, and we have a lot of them here in our state and a lot uh in western states as well and so the idea is uh that they will get some financial incentives to help pay back the costs for their for their education and training and uh in exchange for working in an underserved area and now the white, the uh white house is uh trying to um go off of that even more and um provide even more incentives and i encourage you to check out this article because it's it's really interesting to see um um how the the incentives are shifting i guess uh from a payment standpoint as in how uh physicians and uh healthcare providers are going to get uh, reimbursed and there's going to be more and more um incentives for uh keeping up with uh patients for example um uh should they decide to participate in this initiative they'd be required to give patients 24 access to care and information and meet metrics for managing and coordinating care. Um, the, uh, the person who uh, is the head of this for the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services said, quote, we are trying to shift the incentives to give physicians the freedom to meet the needs of their patients as they see fit. In the future, we'd like to see a better coordination of care and smarter spending on health care or dollars. As it doesn't really say anything. Uh, but uh, this is all a part of what is uh, called the uh, Center for Medicare and Medicaid Innovation And uh, that was one of the things in the Affordable Care Act that people don't really pay attention to, but they really pushed a lot of resources uh, within our federal government towards innovations in health care payments. Whether or not the government is good at innovation or not um, is a discussion point for any time. Actually, 402-342-1290 if you want to do that. But this new program... Uh, expands on a more modest, comprehensive primary care experience and offers $20 per patient per month care management fee as well as bonuses for improving outcomes. And I noticed as I was reading through it, um, they're also kind of incentivizing, for example, reimbursements for emails and other things. And I know that that doesn't necessarily happen right now, but I think that might be attractive to both uh, providers and patients if uh, they could figure out a way how to cover that? Uh, next up, pretty uh, good news, I would say, for um, a, a government program, uh, the the Five Star program. and I don't honestly don't really know much about it, but I have seen a lot of it as I'm reading through, but the CMS five star hospitals have a lower mortality and readmission rate according to their study in the Journal for American Medical Association. And five-star ratings are associated with uh, this new program uh, that, that came out, um, you know, as a result of this law, like so many others. Remember, there was over 1,700 different, um, you know, declarative statements. And what is a declarative statement? A declarative statement is the secretary of HHS or some agency in government shall dot, dot, dot set up something like this and this uh, five-star program. Is coming out of it, and it is as a, uh, it's kind of like, a, I almost look at it like um, recruiting. It's the uh, spring game here in the Husker and at land, and a lot of folks are down there in Lincoln getting ready to see our new recruits. Uh, I don't know if we had any five star recruits this year, but it was interesting because there's not many five star recruits in football, and there's not many five star recruiting hospitals. There's many three star recruits. Uh, recruits in football and there's many three-star recruits in uh, our three-star five three-star hospitals and as you can see the the higher the rating the lower the readmission rate and so this is giving evidence uh, that they're going to argue uh, saying that this is something that is very important and we've got a caller on the line 402-342-1290 opens up one more line for you and we've got Liz uh, welcome to the show how's it going today
1: well, I'm sitting here trying to figure out uh, the homestead, <laughs> <laughs> all government work.
0: Oh, uh, man, yeah.
1: I'm wondering if there is going to be any kind of uh, border for what insurance companies can charge. Mine has gone up 100% since I retired. It is now Part B. It's $301 a month. And my drugs without the premium is $61.70. Aside from that, you could choose any doctor you wanted. Come to find out, they made contracts with the doctors you said you wanted, But they were only for a little while or X months, years, and then you had to stop them. But I go to the doctor three times per year. You must go at least once a year because your drugs only are good for 12 months. And I'm wondering if you have any information that would help.
0: Thank you for your call. Liz here on America's Health Care Challenge. That that is unfortunately a a problem that's happening all over the country and um one of the things is they have uh, w- while they um, have lowered the deductibles for uh what's quote unquote called the donut hole which uh many folks might really not understand what that is, but previously for the on the prescription side of Medicare individuals would have to pay up to a certain amount and the government would help them pay up to a certain amount and then they would have to pay 100 percent until their catastrophic uh, coverage kicked in. And that was a, a very, very huge amount that caused problems. And the Affordable Care Act aimed to uh, lower that, uh, that donut hole, if you will, and phase it out over time. But on the flip side, and um, Liz, I wish we were still on the phone, but I'm not sure if you have a Medicare Advantage plan uh, or, or if you just have traditional fee-for-service Medicare. But Medicare Advantage plans um, have uh, switched networks uh, as a result of this because uh, some of the uh, payments uh, that were designed to uh, go to the insurance companies to administer uh, these Medicare Advantage rates were used as a way to uh, pay for uh, of the Affordable Care Act and also oh, we're starting to see Medicare Part B premiums going up which is why uh, those numbers are going up um, to answer your question the uh, the, the premiums are going to always be going up every year unfortunately because uh, they tied everything to um, a uh, uh, inflationary number so it's going to be going up at least four percent every year and I would recommend um, Looking at some sort of a health savings account, if you could, or other other things to help um, offset some of those costs. And I'm not sure if the deductibles are going up as well, but that might might help with that. Um, but I will uh, look into that even more, and if you listen to the show next week, I will uh, spend some more time talking about it. We are up against a break, so uh, 402-342-1290, if you have another question or comment... And when we come back, I'm going to share some more stories, including my main story of the week. You're going to have to wait and see what it is. But uh, if it caught my attention, um, it's probably pretty uh, important, and uh, you should probably uh, uh, listen to it. No, I'm just joking. Hey, check out the Facebook page, dot com slash America's Healthcare Challenge, and we will be right back right after this.